Tonight, Florence, a storm that is constantly changing, battering North and South Carolina. On a slow march across the Carolinas, but a massive rainmaker, leaving ruin in its wake. The storm is wreaking havoc on our state. Gas stations destroyed, homes underwater, people and pets stranded amid downed power lines and trees. Nearly a million customers without power. At least five people are now dead, including a mother and her infant. We're saddened today to announce the first fatalities of this storm here in Wilmington. A mother and her approximately eight-month-old were killed after a tree fell onto the house, crushing them. Firefighters managing to rescue the father who was rushed to the hospital. The fire chief describing to us on the scene how they had to cut through the tree to get to the family. These firefighters were out here in the height of this storm working this rescue basically and uh, very, very difficult with the movement and the wind and the instability of the tree. Wilmington first responders outside their home kneeling in prayer. In other parts of North Carolina, the rising waters swept in, trapping many who made emotional pleas for help. This is epic flooding, epic flooding. Florence is now a tropical storm. Those catastrophic rains likely to continue throughout the weekend. Florence is pounding South Carolina right now. What's happening now is the wind is shifting. It's actually pushing the water now on shore. They're getting ready for a two to possibly four foot storm surge. What they're really worried about here is possible historic to catastrophic flooding. This storm is deadly. This is only the beginning. The storm first making landfall as a Category 1 near Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina. Look at the sheer amount of water already arriving. Our team stationed inland in nearby Wilmington, pummeled by the winds. I'm telling you, this is what a Category 1 storm looks like. It is ferocious, and these winds are whipping. Here, wind gusts reaching 105 miles per hour. Oh, and we are in the middle of it hard. I've just seen signs flying across the roads here and the deck that we are standing on boards have started ripping up from the end of it but then those boards quickly becoming a danger the let's boards go. are coming up let's, let's go, go ahead we're gonna go let's in go. guys okay this is just one of probably about a dozen boards that popped up off their nails because of that we think it's acting almost like an airplane wing where it was picking up the wind and allowing it to pop the boards under our feet and so it was much more safe for us to be here one of the hardest hit cities, New Bern, North Carolina. I've never been so terrified in my entire life. It was horrifying. A beautiful river town, now underwater. A storm surge of more than 10 feet inundating the city overnight, flooding the river, leaving hundreds of residents stranded. Look how high this is now. It's twice as deep as it was 10 minutes ago when we just walked out of this garage. Walt Creighton, one of the stranded, relying on a generator until the water started to rise. We're about to have to kill the generator. It's got to be underwater. Look at this. And it was a generator that was blamed for a death in Kinston. The resident electrocuted. And so many devastating images captured by those experiencing them. It started to get deep out, folks. Jay Schreiber with his wife shooting this video from their second floor. I would say it's probably 12 feet up from normal. A lot of debris out there, some heavy things that shouldn't be this close to buildings. The water waist deep in some places, streets now rivers homes becoming islands. We are continuing to do rescues throughout the community. People all night long have been in attics and roofs 
um, asking for help. We are calling for more resources. We've asked the governor to send out the National Guard. The National Guard responding to that call. Rescuing the most vulnerable, children and the elderly. Dr. Michael Summers and nurse Melinda Houston volunteered to work at their hospital through the storm. We spoke to them on FaceTime. A lot of stress, but uh, I think more than anything, people are just um, proud to be doing what we're doing. Houston's house, one of the many that flooded. It's hard. Um, I was a little tearful earlier, and it's hard not knowing that I'm going to have the house to go home to. Um, but at least I'm here with my coworkers. <laughs> The community is pulling together to help where they can. This is actually one of the rescue vehicles. This is someone trying to get in to bring that boat in and rescue people from all that flooding. Those rescuers are right now trying to cut this tree up so they could clear the road and get to Newburgh. Brandon Weatherington says he's been out since 4 a.m. working through the hurricane. Why is it so important for you to help these people? Uh, I would hope they would do it for me. The relief effort far reaching. Team Bravo traveled in from New York. All FDNY and NYPD officers. They specialize in water rescues. Last year, they responded to Hurricanes Harvey, Irma, and Maria. They weathered the storm in this warehouse, heading out on rescues at daybreak. Don't go change it. Helmets, everything, please. This is, this, is, this is the real deal here. The officers are briefed. Anyone you evacuate from the area, bring them back to the launching area. There's going to be locals that are going to take them to shelter from there. Packing the trucks with supplies. Once they reach the staging area, they launch their Zodiac rescue boat in the pouring rain. Going door to door in Riverbend, North Carolina, responding to calls. We've done the first section. Navigating dangerous currents to find trapped residents and get them to safety. When you can help your fellow man, when you can get out there and do what you're trained to do, that's a great thing. The flooding not only threatening people, but many pets as well. Frightened dogs and cats, soaked to the bone, carried to safety. You know, for 24 hours we've been dealing with the wind and the rain, and we have at least a whole nother day. I'm talking another 24 to 30 hours left of this. What we're really concerned about tonight would be the amount of water that is yet to come. There have been nearly 20 inches of rain that has fallen at uh, Newport Moorhead, which is very close to here. And you take that water that they've already had, add another 10 to 15 inches, you're going to end up in that 30 to 40 inch range. Some of these rivers and creeks around here can flood when you get five to 10 inches or less. It all has to try to drain to the ocean and it won't be able to. And that's where we're gonna end up seeing the biggest concern. Tonight, the storm continues on its path of destruction. South Carolina bracing for the next round of catastrophic flooding. For Nightline, I'm Tom Yamas in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Our thanks to Tom Yamas. Such devastation already from Florence and the worst could be yet to come. Let's bring in ABC Sam Champion. So Sam, t walk us through what this storm has done to this point. Remarkable in so many ways, Byron. This storm has a lot of, will have a lot of big headlines on it when we look back at the storm. First one is that we've been talking about this storm since August 30th. Came off the African coast and moved all the way toward the U.S. It's highly unusual to do that, and it became powerful like a Category 4 at about 140 mile per hour winds. At, even at that point, the Hurricane Center was sensing that there would be some stalling with this storm, that it would wobble a little bit, wiggle a little bit along the coastline, and slow down and stay there. And that's going to be one of the signature headlines of this storm. 
storm and why the impacts were so brutal. Storm surge, one of the first ones, even before this storm made landfall at about 715 near Wilmington. Uh, this we had storm surge and more than 150 water rescues in New Bern, North Carolina, about a 10 foot storm surge there well before the storm made landfall. Then that slow crawl along the South, the North Carolina, South Carolina coastline. This has been one of the reasons we've had such intense rainfall that is still going on in these areas that started well before the storm made landfall. Wow. Moving forward, what concerns you most these next 24 or 48 hours? Rain, 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 flooding, 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 a lot more of it. And you're going to be surprised at who gets involved with this storm as it curves up the U.S. In the long-form track, by the time we get into Tuesday and Wednesday of next week, we're into northern New England with some of this moisture. But the short term, those, those totals are smaller. They're one to two, two to four inches in extreme New England. But, but the big rainfall totals, this is rain yet to come. Locally, we could still have 15 more inches of rain just outside of Wilmington. Then look at what goes on in South Carolina, 10 to 15 inches of rain additional there. Not unusual uh, to see intense flooding with that kind of number, but it gets worse because all of the rain in North Carolina, the watershed drops into South Carolina. So they'll have flooding into next week and rivers won't be cresting anytime soon. Glad you're here. Sam Champion, thank, thank you. you so much. Up next, how Florence could be a one-two punch for one North Carolina town trying to recover from devastation caused by another storm. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.